You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you enjoy riding in rhythmic vehicles? Jump on the bandwagon on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is goddamn Talaifa Lento. Hello there. Andy Coralte. Hello. And Francesco Zidi. Hey. And Pablo Vazquez. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and I'm Yalti Almas, and here's your host, Francesco. Hey. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the Blender Animation Studio podcast number 59. Woo! Um, proposed title, Tears. Oh. oh. <laughs> people are going to write it like tears. Because I can't what, speak. What yeah. was tearing? What is this? <laughs> tears of steel or? Yeah, no, no. tears because uh, the lie is uh, going back to Brazil. That's, Shit, uh, am I fired or what? Let's oh, break man. the news. Uh, let's, guy. Uh, let's get it out there. Oh. So you leave very soon. I'm using off humor to cope with the (laughs) departure. Defense mechanism. (laughs) Yeah. So as usual, plenty of things have been going on since our last podcast. Actually, there were a few questions and we will make sure we get over those. Um, But before that, let's just, uh, you know, catch up with things that have been happening here. Uh, Indeed, the saddest thing is that Dalai is... uh, is retiring. It depends oh. from how you see it. My, my girlfriend's loving that I'm going home. <laughs> you know, as soon as you leave, the weather here is going to be so great. It's been it's been so shitty for like a year. While you were here, you th- you're like, oh, Amsterdam, it's all rain and wind. And no, 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 no. It was just a fluke. <laughs> just while you were here. It's going to be rainbows and, and sunshine. And <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this is also, we, we, we were talking before starting this podcast. It's the first time that both me and Hjalti are actually in the same uh, episode since we came back from Sigraf, which was a few months ago. Two months ago, I think. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's, uh, you know, I, we still didn't hear your... your uh, My version of yeah, things? Your version for whatever you remember. But also there is the fact that uh, we are going back there. In yep. uh, in November for CTN, CTN baby, so that's that's going to be very exciting. Yeah, and um, well, a couple of things on my side. Uh, it's I, I just came back from uh, uh, Pixel Vienna, which is a computer graphics conference, uh, and it was uh, uh, last weekend, so a few days ago. And I was there talking about the Blender Open Movie Pipeline, and it was, uh, you know, it's a computer graphics conference, uh, and there were guests from all over the all over the world, uh, from you know, game studios, uh, uh, computer graphics studios that do cinematics for video games. Uh, there was uh, someone from Disney cool. uh, talking about all sorts of aspects of the 3D uh, and animation production. It Two was, questions: uh, Was it all in English, and uh, is it online? Uh, it was uh, all in English, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, they recorded some uh, uh, some talks, mm-hmm. and but they are not online yet. They're gonna take their time. Okay. It's not uh, they they the event was very well organized. I'm very happy. I was there a few years ago, and uh, it's very nice to see it grow and develop. And uh, the, uh, video recording and streaming that's something they didn't really work out entirely. Also because some of the speakers they cannot share the work they do mm-hmm. online, so it was uh, they they don't really, you know, it's not like the Blender conference where we make a point of actually streaming and sharing everything that is happening there. Mm -hmm. So they're still working on that. But maybe there will be some material. It was really nice and a nice privilege to be there and talk about the agent uh, and, uh, you know, show, showing the film. It was very well received. So a lot of people haven't uh-huh. seen it. That's cool. Yeah, like uh, even some, you know, uh, uh, studio uh, producers. There were like a couple of people from the industry that, you know, they just it didn't, it went under the radar. They didn't see it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, wow, that's, that's good stuff. So, you know, just talking about how we work here, how Blender is made and the team and the cloud project and the agent and where that idea comes from and the fact that we are now trying to make the feature film. That was, uh, it was all a nice story to tell. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to, you know, had the chance to, to go there and share it. Cool. And... Um, one more uh, piece of news that I think it's uh, important to share is the... You were, it was your birthday! Oh, yay! yay! Happy birthday! Hey, no, that's not what I... Yeah. But it was, it was uh, fantastic, the birthday. 31. Great fun. What? 29. <laughs> still, still not, uh, still not there. But uh, yeah, um, of course, you know. You, you know what? I just crossed from my bucket list mm-hmm. to do a pasta dinner for an Italian birthday. 
Ah, wow. wow. You're too much garlic, he told me later, but... <laughs> oh, half a pass. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. It was so great. I had a surprise birthday party with everyone there. I totally didn't see that coming. And, you know, there was uh, Italian food and... You know, it was it was really really amazing. I'm so glad we got to to spend that time and uh, yeah. So, but that was not actually what I wanted no. to talk about. So it was the fact that the art of Blender, of the <gasps> movies book, <gasps> is coming to you very soon. Uh, we are waiting for the final uh, test print. So we already printed a copy. Um, we we didn't really, you know, show it to, uh, to anyone. We wanted to like, take pictures, put it online and stuff like that. But then we were just, you know, reviewing it, making sure that everything is good and uh, checking the text, checking the, you know, the whole type typographic design and pictures and captions and uh, really spend all the time we could to make it as good as possible. And we printed a new one and now it should be here. And as uh, soon as that's uh, checked, we will uh, start the offset printing process. So we will produce uh, many hundreds. And then uh, it will, you know, as soon as it's ready, we will ship it immediately to the people who pre-ordered it uh, almost one year ago. And uh, you, we are really, really looking forward uh, to that. And we are very proud of uh, how the book turned out. It's, yeah. it's long, right? It's, how many pages does it's it have? 230. Uh, four pages. Wow. And uh, so it's in average longer than uh, uh, the, the, you know, your ordinary art of book, uh, even though it has uh, roughly the same format. It's pretty impressive. And mm, it's uh, pretty tall. <laughs> Wait, it's taller than anything else? Will it stand out in the shelf? Whoa. <laughs> it will stand out. I can't wait to have it. <laughs> Yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, very, very happy because of the amount of narrative content that is there, the work that Elysia did uh, uh, in terms of, you know, telling the stories of each open movie and connecting them together, the different people that went from one project to the other, the, you know, uh, careful selection of artwork that is supporting that story. It all helps to tell, you know, to show the big picture that is behind these uh, uh, short films. So in, in a way, it's almost like reading many, uh, you know, open movie uh, art of open movie books combined into one and uh, the amount of artwork that you know generated over 10 years of films of course it's uh, it's impressive so we had the luxury of you know being able to pick really what we think is good and uh, and I think it's it's a very nice uh, testament to all the work that has been done here over the years all the artwork in the book is of course uh, you know CC by licensed so that's, of course, you know, probably one of the biggest collection of uh, Creative Commons by artwork so if you're, put if, together. So if you're a kid, take your book and start drawing on top of it. It's totally legal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, 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 that thing, for example, you can do. So I'm, I'm, uh, again, I'm very, very excited about it. And I bought one copy and started etching out uh, David's <laughs> name and putting my name, you know, <laughs> reselling it. You've got <laughs> Yeah, you just have to credit David for it, but yeah. I'll, I'll put his name at the back and my name all over his stuff. That's brilliant. I wonder if people have done this already. Probably they have. And uh, yeah, so that's that's really, I, I am looking forward for it. Really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, what about you guys? There's another announcement. What mm. is it? It's seven years of... Sintel. Sintel. Was it today or yesterday? Today. No, today. No, it was yesterday. No, today's oh. official. Today was another thing. It was a premiere. No, no, no. This, the premiere of Sintel was yesterday, so seven years ago. It was the hangover of Sintel. And <laughs> it was the official 10th year celebration of the Blender Institute. Oh my God. Oh, okay. It's so, today. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Blender Institute. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Everyone is confused. But yes, so that's actually the, the date today. All right, let's move out. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. We missed the chance. Yeah. Yes, yes. So about 10 years ago, exactly, Ton went through the store next yeah. door. Yeah, mm. yeah. Apparently, yes, that's what it nice. is. Or, you know, papers were signed or something. Yeah. They probably walked mm. into the door before, but yeah. But that's when it became official. So, you know, all this uh, celebration that we've been doing of the 10 years of open movies uh, some time ago with uh, Elephant's Dream, this book of the art of open movies that in a sense also celebrates these 10 years of work 
it all culminates today with the actual anniversary. And that's why we are very happy to have the book just in time for this yeah, celebration yeah. and for the Blender conference. Which, by the way, final final note from me, sorry. Uh, this feels like really a monologue. You'd but, like uh, to talk. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, the Blender conference is coming, it's sold out, and there is, as usual, a fantastic line out, uh, lineup of speakers and presentations. Uh, so uh, for everyone that, uh, you know, got their tickets on time, we are looking forward to have you there. And uh, that's going to be at the end of October. So it's in almost a month, basically. Cool. That's the stream of announcement for me. And, Thank uh, you, Mr. Producer. Yeah, you're mm. very welcome. Now, what are you, the host? <laughs> <laughs> now, Hjalti oh, me. Okay. will uh, update us on the status of the most beloved and awaited and cherished short animation. There's a gas leak here. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. The weeps. The weeps. What's so, up? So uh, we can, do we reveal... You know, Dweeps is a working title. Mm -hmm. And then do I announce the actual title? The final no, final? you just brought it up. So I think... Yeah, I have to. Okay. So the, the final title of this little short film, which is kind of like a tiny little pilot episode. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, was that the drum roll or something? Yeah, it's okay. a very modern okay. drum <laughs> roll. Cool. It's The it's Daily Dweeps. What? The daily <laughs> the daily dweebs. <laughs> what? what? It sounded so familiar. Yeah, yeah, clearly. The daily dweebs. So yeah. like Donald Duck or Charlie Chaplin. Sure. Or okay. Wonder Woman. Or sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the daily dweebs. Yeah. 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 Right on. That's very nice. It's very cute. It's very cute. So what's up with daily? Is it because it's gonna be every day? Ooh, it's uh it has two meanings. And uh so in one case it is kind of another way of saying the everyday silliness, which is kind of what the characters go through. And the other way has to do with kind of the grander story that is surrounding this. And, you know, it's, it, there's no point in telling, like telling people about that now, you know, like if this, if we make more of these, then we start hinting at, at what is kind of the bigger story. So that's to be revealed later, I guess, or whatever. Fantastic. Hashtag hype. <laughs> exactly. And we have the final renders just coming out of the render farm. Oh yeah, behind us. They're yeah. not final. No? Uh, no. It's, They're yeah. just 25%, but they look huge it's, because the screen is really far away and mm. tiny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess though they can still see some of the denoising artifact. Yeah. Mm. I guess in the final one, we won't have it. Yeah. The final renders are going to be big, <laughs> gigantic, 4K, 4K yeah. stereo. It's going to be stereo. Oh, stereo, stereo, stereo. stereo. Yeah, because we have uh, too much rendering power <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know what to do with this rendering power so we will render it in 4k stereo fantastic did you figure out a way to do the floating window the floating window uh no i didn't actually look into that okay. i think we're just gonna standard yeah stereo normal nice pleasant mm -hmm. and that's it yeah and, and it yields itself well to it this uh, this little short film it's yeah. it's pretty much one shot the entire thing and no edits no ca yeah. fast camera moves exactly I think it's going to be very fun like if we manage to put it out there prominently enough for those uh, uh, you know auto stereoscopic screens this is like a prime example because it's going to be really like okay it's simple but if you do it well on a auto stereoscopic screen it's going to be very effective because it's just going to be this one window in inside of the space yeah, yeah. so it's going to be so cool. So that's, uh, yeah, I think for the pipeline is always nice to try these things. And instead of, you know, making a film and be like, oh yeah, do you have it in 4K? Do you have it like yeah. in stereo? We actually just go ahead and do it and then it's done and mm -hmm. <laughs> it's over. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so most of the animation is done. Um, there's been like a lot of stuff that I've had to do also just because it's going to be 4K. I had to kind of go over some of the animation and make sure that it was, you know, weird intersections that you wouldn't notice in like 1K you're going to notice them in 2K or especially 4K. So you kind of have to zoom in and then fix a couple of things. Even then, like you won't know until you see it. Yeah. So there might be like a couple of tweaks that are needed, but I, I'm not that worried. I mean, this it's the characters and the scene is so simple that it's not going to be this huge thing. Um, we had some issues with like particles, I guess. <gasps> okay, hashtag particle get... rant coming soon. <laughs> Before we get to that, is there a... <laughs> He's holding it off. Is there a tentative uh, uh, release date for this film? Come on. We are aiming at 
we wanted to do it either just before the conference or potentially on like in the conference itself. So during the the thing on Saturday, which is the screening, like the film screening, just before it starts to have the world premiere. Okay. So it hits like we would put it online maybe right afterwards or like the day after something like that. So so you can f- bring the Susanna Award home if you make. Yeah. <laughs> we are not eligible for the Susanna Awards. It's just, uh, if it it's, if it's not obvious, uh, if it hasn't been obvious before, like we're not putting the H in or anything into these awards. <laughs> yeah. Come on, what do these, I do with all these monkeys? These, I can't hold them all. These, <laughs> these years, the Susanna Award, like every year, they get better and better, and it's really really cool to see what people are sending over so i'm very excited for that too anyway so that's the tentative date which is very nice because it yep. gives enough time to polish everything to make a good launch to make good promotion for it not as much as we did for the agent because i don't think we're gonna get you know uh, cartoon brew or variety articles for yeah, launch prob- of the yeah probably not but we will try to get it out as much as possible and to get some nice goodies next to the film when it comes and hopefully that will help everyone to share it and also because it's like very short. <laughs> it's like one yeah. minute. Uh, I under really one minute. no excuse not yeah. to watch it. It's the most shareable thing we've done. Yeah, I'm, that's true. Yeah. So I'm I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. Are, are you going to officially release a square version? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> Leave <Really>? me alone. <laughs> it could work in square. Everybody. Yeah. I just let her box yeah. it with like you won't believe what these. <laughs> just write the text on top and the bottom, and that's it. There's yeah. there's that square version of Caminandas on Facebook that has like a billion views. But you need to stretch that. Yeah, Pablo can tell you more. Not about not posted by of, us, by the way. Yeah, mm. of course. Somebody just grabbing our stuff and then making a version that is like a square format and putting it on Facebook and getting millions of views that we're not getting. And, and <laughs> so all these years leading up to widescreen TUEs and yeah. widescreen everything, cinema scope mm. from four by three TVs, we're back. I mean, maybe we can, because I was looking on Facebook, unfortunately, if you make a vertical video, that's not allowed, like the maximum limit, they, I mean, it is allowed, of course, but they crop it. It doesn't autoplay in that, uh, in that full height, I think. So the maximum that you can do is square to take the maximum real estate on people's mobile phone screens. So, yeah. That's uh, that is if if their laziness will not just make it vertical, make you know? them tilt their hand to ninety <laughs> degrees because it's so hard to tilt your hand ninety degrees. You, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> Let me just watch this thing for three minutes or whatever it is. Holding my uh, phone straight, yeah, yeah and exactly. uh, answering notifications. Anyway, hashtag particle drama. <laughs> oh, no, yes. yes, go unleash. Uh, no, I'm not gonna rant that much. I mean, we know the particle system is old. It had its days. You are old. I am also old. I'm probably, I'm a bit younger than the particle system, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've grown with the particle system over the years and I've been... You've aged well I've, compared I've, to the particle system. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, okay, so um, we have this, uh, we have this shot and weeps. <laughs> this one shot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have some crumbs. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have some crumbs that uh, that need to uh, be on, without spoiling it, be on one character and then mm-hmm. fall on the ground and stay on the ground. And uh, and then some things happens and those particles interact with stuff, but that's not that important. So um, I uh, I went through the effort uh, over some, some days uh to uh, actually like simulate those particles, so, like the character has about five to eight particle systems, all spawning different crumbs that land on, uh, on when the character does steps. Um, so uh, and and in order to make them fall and stick on the ground, uh, the ground of course has to be a collision object. Um, and what I uh, what I realized in the process um, is because we are using full motion blur on everything is that when the particles are uh, falling um, down and they land on the ground, they are kind of blurred. And because Sergey made this awesome feature uh, called subframe display in, in, in 279 now, uh, we were able to debug that. And apparently what happens is that the particles don't fall into the ground. They kind of stay uh, they kind of oscillate between above the ground and below the ground between frames. 
So on the frame, they're perfectly there in the viewport. You can only, well, as long as you're scrolling between frames, mm -hmm. uh, they're, like frames. Yeah. As long as you're a bit like on the frame, it's fine. But then in the subframes, it goes up and down and up and down well, and up and down. Those are quantic particles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so, but I mean, they're just going really, really fast up and down, and we just don't see it. Um, so for that reason, I disabled particles. Uh, just disabled motion blur for the particles. Um, I, I baked them down to a separate object uh, and I uh, put that object into a group and I uh, added that to the shot. Now I was like doing uh, viewport renders and everything was fine. And then um, as I was rendering the sequence uh, in like for reels on the farm here, I actually realized that the like... Even in the animation, the, uh, the the particles fall down, but they fall and land roughly a centimeter above the ground. So, like, they were always floating above the ground, and I couldn't figure out why. Like, I tried to bake it locally. I tried to uh, uh, bake it on the disk. I tried to uh, export an Alembic cache, which, by the way, was fine, but I couldn't uh, instance any particles on Alembic. Uh, uh, on, on those Alembic dots or whatever, so it wasn't really useful. Um, yeah, I tried a billion things and I couldn't fix it until I, uh, like yesterday evening before I left or so, like I was so frustrated. I, I found out that um, I was using this option to, uh, which is called uh, end on frame for motion blur because we wanted to have these motion blurs that trail behind the action. Mm -hmm. So um, there's uh, there's that little setting in the scene in the scene and render options uh, that um, switches the the so so to speak the, the frame that gets sampled for the motion blur and kind of offsets it towards the end. I'm I'm not sure how to explain that really. It's a really visual thing, but if you imagine like your frame uh, as this line, then by default. Blender sa would sample the motion blur, blur, motion, motion, blur. <laughs> the motion blur in the middle of the line, but uh, by using this feature, uh, you're sampling the end of that line, which helps you trail off the motion blur. Uh -huh. um, and that was all working fine, but uh, apparently, what happens if you when you switch on that feature is that the um, the the up motion of the particle actually got sampled, even though the, the object was not enabled for motion blur. But it just globally offset the, the the frame like everything a little bit mm. uh, to to favor the end of the frame, which is a really hard concept to grasp. But yeah, it was just sampling the whole time period that happened after the current frame, which of course for your animation, it's bad mm. because what you are working on each frame, it's not what you what you see on the on the final frame. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but that was why the particles were actually floating above, even though they were not motion blur, they were not doing anything, they were not moving. Um, yeah, the, they were just stuck in time above the, the <laughs> ground, which was driving me mad. And the solution, of course, for that was to switch it back to center on frame. Uh, it's as simple as that. And then the motion blur trails won't be as nice as yeah. they, they were before, but uh, it's probably more what we want I tried calling Stephen Hawking and just he was like, now they cannot, the universe is vast <laughs> and expanding and it just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to accept that yeah. solution. So, but, but above all, like um, the, this morning I, uh, I realized that, or I think 2 a.m. when I was still lying awake, um, <laughs> I realized that there, there's this option to edit particle paths, that, that, uh, uh, to, edit, <laughs> to edit the motion path of, of, of the particles. So this morning I went into particle edit mode on the baked particle system, which you can do. You can see all the motion paths that particle has taken. Uh, and in theory, you're able to edit those, but mm -hmm. it's like, no way. Gambling uh, with quantums. <laughs> no, you can you can move things, but it's 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 a bit clunky and everything. You can't mm. snap to the cursor. It does. It's not. It wasn't wasn't really fully implemented. But um, yeah. And as long like you you saw the weird path, paths that the particle was taking through the ground and uh, up and mm -hmm. down. Yeah. But as soon as I moved everything, uh, the path just went back into normal. Mm. So and then it was fine. It was just like, and then I tried to undo, undo, undo. Also, it doesn't come back. 
it's like this weird anomaly that just happens to be there <laughs> when you bake, but then yeah. if, you, if you poke it, if you prod it a little bit, then it goes back yeah. to normal. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with with you know making the motion blur not like not as big of a thing and just having it be more default. Yeah. But maybe then you know there's like two moments. There's like two frames where. Oh, no. Something's hitting something else, and right. we could just border render one section and just kill it, you know, kill it within that border. Uh, no, no, it's actually like I. What I did is uh, I I took the like. Remember, you can take the curve of the motion blur, and you can actually just um, cut off the the part that goes in uh, quotation marks into the future. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, and just cut that off. That's what we did for Caminandas and for for the agent in some scenes. That yeah. seems to work. Yeah. Um, and then it's still doing center on frame, but it doesn't look into the future. But yeah, uh, yeah it should be fine. Okay. So motion blur is back for particles. In this no, case, not for the particles because I'm not oh, willing okay. to. I'm I'm gonna test it, but but I don't think like there's so many weird things that happen with particles. I don't trust them fully. I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and get it to work, but but still like this whole particle thing is just like it shows its age because it's not resistant to you know changes or like suddenly like I I found out that the oscillation uh, happens because there's this feature in the collision object that I checked. Or that I uh, that, that I set a value for, which is called stickiness. So apparently, stickiness makes particles oh. oscillate in mm. during suck frames. It doesn't do anything else. It doesn't even make it stick. Wow. <laughs> so as I turned the stickiness down, the motion path was much better. Mm. So why that feature is there anyway escapes me. Yeah, it's yeah. all the legacy. So like this so morning, we were having a chat with Andy and Sieber and like, uh, you know, some deep reflections on what the particle system should be. And even the fact that it would be such an ambitious task to actually, you know, address this in a proper way to get the famous, you know, fully node-based uh, uh, yeah. particle system, which is definitely something for the future. And originally it was even a 2.8 target, but then because mm. of trying to be realistic. Was it really? Well, no, like long time. Parkour refactoring mm -hmm. was, but yeah, yeah, but um, that doesn't mean the old nodes. Nodes, everything, basically, uh -huh. but then, originally, you know. Yeah. But then, of course, you have to be realistic, and uh, now EV became the big thing. Mm. Which, asunder. which is very well. We need more slow. liberal, uh, you know, progressive <laughs> particles, really. <laughs> and that, I think overall, that's just kind of a society change that needs to happen in a bigger, <laughs> larger scheme. You know, yeah. Well, so that's uh, hopefully we will manage because right now actually getting a developer that can spend the quality time on this and, you know, with uh, with enough experience or just enough time, like this is a big project. Yeah. And, uh, and so far it's been just very hard. Even, you know, uh, film production studios that have been supporting us, uh, they have that need, but uh, getting, getting someone who really understands the topic and also that is willing to integrate it properly inside of Blender, that's really yeah. a challenge because in the industry there are several tools that are like dedicated to this. Yeah. Or other studios. studios could just use those, but we are yeah, exactly. the Blender guys. <laughs> or so. other studios just make their own, you know, with their own solvers, their own viewers, their own uh, uh, systems. And, uh, you know, it works out. Like when I was at Pixel Vienna, I, I watched the presentation about the visual effects of Moana or Vajana, depending on your continent. And they were showing how they deal with, uh, how they did the water simulation. It was about the effects overall. And it went uh, quite into detail about how they were doing uh, fluid sims. Mm. And of course, I mean, they just developed their own. It's Disney, so they have the resources, but they developed their own pipeline. And uh, they had this, uh, the thing that for me was the most fascinating is that they were doing uh, distributed fluid simulation. So you would have one fluid simulation and they were able to split it across multiple render farm nodes. Hmm. So they could get as many nodes as they wanted. Well, yeah. not as many, but you know, you could get five or six or 10 computers rendering, but computing the same frame. What is, was it, it particle-based or voxel-based? Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They didn't say. Uh, but uh, I mean, I didn't even ask. But the, it was very interesting because, of course, the challenge is to how, how do you, you know, pass the data between one machine and the other so that you can you know, keep the vectors mm -hmm. consistent and that the simulation makes sense. But in the end result, it was just this liquid that was made of different colored patches that would come from the different machines. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it was actually working. So they were able to simulate 
billions and billions of uh, particles. He was talking about particles, yeah. so I think that was uh, that's what it was. Wow. And to achieve those massive scenes. And they just developed the tech themselves for the movie and they cool. were very happy and showing it off. So I was thinking, cool. yeah, one day, I mean, they have a big team, so they can afford. <laughs> but it's always inspiring to see, okay, this is how they solve the problem. Isn't it? Yeah. They make a very one very smart algorithm, they do that, and they just scale it because it's time-consuming and, and yeah. artist time is the most important. Having dedicated people to work on that kind of stuff is really important. And <laughs> yeah. like, if there's anyone listening out there who thinks, like, I want to make a new particle system for Blender. Please step, Please. Uh, step forward. Uh, we we are looking forward to to meet you. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's very hard. Like people have been trying, and there are some prototypes out there made by different developers. But it's really like it's a different. Uh, it's really a specific mindset that you need to have, and especially because of this difficult requirement that we have. That you know, is something that should work with Blender. It's the strength of Blender, but at the same time, from for a developer, is a challenge. So. Uh, yeah, but that's... Uh, and if you don't find a volunteer. So if you're somebody that knows somebody <laughs> and you have some dirt on them, you know, maybe you can <laughs> work your way into some kind of a cool uh, financial or maybe emotional blackmail, you know, kind of <laughs> leverage him or her to Don't listen us. to Kjalti. What, what, what? what? That's, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I would say that... Uh, this actually brings us into, you know, the 2.8 territory about what is going on and, mm. you know, the work that Dalai has been doing and the whole, you know, if Dalai can give us a little bit of a, a recap on his experience and on his, you know, on, on what is going to happen, 2.8 and, and things like that. And uh, because you've been working a lot with uh, uh, Pablo on this, um, I think uh, he should uh, should be hanging out and, you know, you guys can talk. and. This is the moment where Pablo comes in. Pablo! Yeah, goes up from the Senor Vasquez! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vasquez. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> See you. Jesus. And here's your new host, Pablo! <laughs> Am I? Hey, buddy. Stop confusing people. He's okay. a Vasquez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Welcome. Why, why, why are you guys doing here? <laughs> so, 2.8. 2.8. Oh, 2.8. 2.8. Yeah, yeah, yeah that thing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that website. Are, are you excited for 2.8? Uh, yes, I am. What's the most well, exciting actually, thing? Actually, I think it's equally exciting to see how excited all people are <laughs> about 2.8. Yeah. Um, the It's even stealing a bit of the thunder from 2.79, <laughs> which is a really cool release. The noise and... With the noise, with some with frame display, principled shader, principled filmic, like Fume so many things. A 2.8, man. 2.8. After a million frames, you know, in 2.79, and now you can have an animation with a million frames. Yeah. People need it for some holographic displays. They do like a, a thousand by a thousand images. So they wrote Ton, their Dutch company, one of the earliest Blender users. And we cannot have something that's more than, I think it was 300,000. And told, ah, can we do it? And and we did it for it doesn't hurt. It yeah. hurts for motion blur actually. So the only problem of stretching the number of frames is that the subframe we lose precision on the subframe calculation. <laughs> oh no! What? So really? yeah. So don't do a million <laughs> uh, frame long animation if you need really precise. Okay, so the uh, more frames in total your animation has, the less uh, precise. Not for every. Subframe. Not not for the everyday Joe. And Joanna, just more for yeah. So you know. we have, and we have like a hundred frame shots. Our subframes are spot on. Spot like on. We're Thirty-two have frame precision base. Zero point five four. So if you're within a two-hour movie, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not kidding. That's the kind of thing I had to, had to consider. Okay, can you just increase wow. the limit? Yes, but yeah. and the code is surprisingly well documented in this particular case. If you change this, please recalculate the precision. Mm. It's something Campbell wrote a small script so it could say for this range. Cool. <laughs> wow. So exactly on the range, if you increase it further, then we drop the precision again. So now it's 16, whatever that means. 16 blah precision. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 2.79 is exciting. But 2.8, yes. damn, that's the thing. That's, well, I mean, it's quite broken at the moment. You can do some stuff. And mm. super slow. It is super slow, super but... Super slow, Jesus Christ. So an analogy would be, you know how like you get a wife until like <laughs> oh. there's a hotter, younger wife? But this is like during, you know, the ceremony and you're like checking out like the... 
the weird chick in the corner. Yeah. And she's kind of disabled. No, I don't know. Like she's missing. On the she's not chair, playing with so a full thin deck. Ice, thin ice. <laughs> thin ice. But she's learning. <laughs> she's, she's getting there. She's looking good though. She's, she's looking good. good. Okay. Um, I could have flipped the gingers, but I couldn't think of yeah, it. Yeah, or he's yeah. looking or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So 2.8 is looking good, but it's... <laughs> what? what are we talking about? I don't know. Like, we have to get off of this. Okay, let, let's talk uh, Evie. Okay, it's Evie. Okay, let's say hashtag. something nice. E hashtag, I don't know. So two guys yes. are getting married. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's, a, it's like you're getting married to 2.79 and she's, you know, she's everything you ever wanted. But then 2.8 down the aisle, looking pretty good. Stealing the thunder. It's so down the line. Yeah, but it's you know that the, your life with 279 is going to be stable. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, it's not yeah, like... A stable marriage. A stable marriage is mm -hmm. for a long term. Ooh, you can okay. you, you can do what the hell you want. <laughs> Jesus, man. Whoa, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty open <laughs> marriage. Yeah, yeah they, okay. you know each other. Okay. All yeah. right. You know this this yeah. this this wife or yeah. husband. And this new chick, like you, you know, she's coming from another place. Like really, you you've never really met her before. But that's exciting, you know? <laughs> that's but what happens on Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Not here to moderate us. <laughs> but yeah. this new this new wife or husband yeah. can crash any time. Oh, can, <laughs> yes, can like leave you hanging. Can leave you hanging. Yeah. yeah exactly. well, how much instability is it? Because I know that Andy did an amazing mm. feature art piece for the Seagraph. It was a very nice experience. It's still not published, right? It 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 is partially published because there's a big image of it on the Blender 2.8 website. Yes, that's, mm. but that's it. Blender.org/slash two dash eight. Yes. Yeah. So why is not published, Andy? Because we never uh, animated anything oh, in it. Because and modifiers. Because modifiers. Okay. Yeah. But that's okay. But you liked overall. You see, you think you're confident that maybe if there's a new project after Dweebs, mm -hmm. maybe you could do it with 2.8. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it will be really hard. But uh, the like overall, I like everything about the, the collections and that kind of stuff that, that lets you organize your work. Uh, really in uh, in a very good way, but um, I mean, it's it's still a work in progress. It, it takes more time to do stuff, but it's very promising and I like it. And you did it for Seagraph, so if you open that file again, you're it's not totally going to have... <laughs> <laughs> no! Broken, but with soft shadows and right. anti-aliasing outlines. <gasps> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And so screen space anything. reflections, which you didn't have before Seagraph. Mm, damn. And, and it's, it's lower than ever. Nice mm. reflections. Yeah. You can you can put the guy on a dome. Yeah. Or a, <laughs> I don't know. You can put a astronaut um, cool. suit on it. Yeah, I, I, I actually uh, dabbled with it a little bit. Um, but the only thing I realized is that I have to uh, update how the transparency was. Like I didn't. Oh yeah, before the transparency changed. Yeah. So now I have to rearrange some notes. Probably. Yeah, there there are a few scripts which I posted on the BF. Dash viewport mailing list mm -hmm. that takes care of this for you. We can do it in a minute after this mm -hmm. while I'm backing up my stuff. But I'm leaving. Then that brings me to the question: like, how much? Like, let's say there is a project that uh, will use this uh, okay. 2.8 uh, Blender thing. Um, oh. uh, what do What do you think? Like, wink, how wink. much? Mm. How much? How many? Uh, how many times are you going to break? backwards compatibility to 2.8 so we have to well I would say that the moment Hero starts so here is this Grease Pencil project which started six months ago which yeah. oh, now but the production itself starts okay. mid-October you know when see a project starts there's pre-production and production so in Some like three days no mid-October oh, mid-October ah, yeah, mid okay, okay, so okay. this is when we're planning this is the deadline to our internal deadline to merge Chris Pencil into 2.8 oh, actually wow. I just got an email from Antonio Basquez and Joshua about the final uh, merging oh. and then from that moment on you're going to be uh, twice as careful regarding backward compatibility mm -hmm. so if something's not backward compatible that's a bug you can report okay not mm -hmm. everyone can report though we have still have a very strict policy for 2.8 regarding bug reports because people are so excited about 2.8 that they're downloading it and testing it. And we cannot, uh, and, and there's like a lot of your reports coming in and you had to, you're losing too much time filtering through the real reports and then 
some driver issue and some mm. something that we know is not working. Uh, for people are still trying to get the Blender internal in the edit mode and that crashes. As we know, but you can't afford to have 10 reports saying <laughs> yeah. that. And yeah. But don't, we, don't report about, sorry. Don't so, report uh, about Blender internal. You're yeah, going to get them not. more angry. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> so definitely until, uh, I guess, until the beta, the official mm. 2.8 beta, somewhere next year, we're going to be working closely to those studio, studios that are already uh, investing in 2.8 for real production. So the Hero project, maybe if there's a new project here in the institu in studio, Maso use 2.8 mm. to do the, what, what was uh, done for 2.5 and with Sintel. Speaking of Sintel. Yeah. yeah. No, Happy really birthday, man. And that was seven years ago, 2.5. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's true. Point, and we only moved three numbers, 2.678. Not even. Actually, next year is going to be 2.8. Yeah. Crazy. Nice. Yeah. Well, it means that like with every increment, Blender is doing huge steps. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a logarithm. <laughs> yeah, she's just, just keeping it humble though. On <laughs> so later on when EV maybe has modifiers or supports that, we might, you know, maybe we can do um, like a version of Dweebs because it's all in one file essentially. Yeah. And just like the EV version of that. That would be fantastic. And it's so like the rigs and everything are pretty simple. So it would just be able to do real time and yeah. it could be nice. And we can even collapse everything into one file so it's easy yeah. for people to, to edit things. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. it was one, one. Oh, it's one shot, but not one file. Yeah, it's multiple it's files. Because of linking. You know. Of course. Characters yeah. are linked in. It's a big team working. It's a huge it's a team. A huge team, team <laughs> yeah. There's two of us. Okay. No, not us. Can you cache everything? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So you just have the ABC files. Uh, uh, it would be. I mean, it's it's nice though to have the the armatures and stuff. Like if we have the modifiers working, just so yeah. people can see, you know, what it's like to change the foot or whatever, you know. I think, if, I think it's a great idea, and even then, it can also use to showcase the workspaces, which are still in progress. But by then, you can have an animator workspace and yeah, exactly. lighting, and so that's a definitely a, a nice set project. Cool. I'd expect to see. Stereo because EV supports stereo. Whoa. I heard. Yes. Yeah, so imagine to just play back in real time wow. 20 something FPS. You mean 24? I mean, <laughs> let's hope it can do 24. <laughs> <laughs> it should be able to do 24. I think the bottleneck now is it's not yeah. animation playback or okay. especially a simple file such as the dweeb, yeah. a simple object. Wireframes. I know we don't have wireframes. No, no, don't, don't, let's not Boo. go there. <laughs> so maybe we can talk about what's, uh, what's, I don't even know what time do we, we started. So yeah. So are we on time? So can we can we speak the ne next 45 minutes? No, no, no. How much time <laughs> do you have? We have 15 minutes left. 15, okay. All right. Plus okay. minus five. And we have to answer all the questions also. Yeah, all right. Uh, but, just, are they? but you can briefly uh, I think talk to people what's going to happen next. Because we have uh, Blender Conference coming. Mm -hmm. um, the team is... Getting bigger, you no. Know, Campbell and Bastian working since such a long time now. I'm moving to Brazil, but I extended my contract for more six months. Yay! Yeah, we might be getting. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Congrats! You have a job. <laughs> <laughs> We're, Don't leave us. We might be getting a new developer soon. Yeah. That's uh, Tony's uh, working on that, but to focus on 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 interface and, and usability, mm. really to focus on that. We need it. Yeah. Uh, I can't, that's as, as much as I can say about that. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be big. It's going to be nice. So we're, I mean, we published, uh, I think two weeks ago or so, the latest EV roadmap because Clima was here for a few days. So it's already updated. We actually have it breaking down, broken down by week, mm. but we don't share this because uh, it generates too much uh, hype and everything. Yeah. So we just shared, broke now by by week for the next quarter, I think, and the following. But we actually have a plan for the whole week and then for the whole year. And, and of course, every few months we have to reassess. And yeah. so it's, I think it's really nice. We really focus on bringing the remaining uh, missing features, such as object volume, mm. so, so to smoke and fire, um, object motion blur if possible. Um, uh, soft shadow was kind of, Clement kind of gave up on that. It's it's really hard to do without a lot of uh, pre-processing and baking. That's how they do in Unreal and Unity. So we settled for uh, blurred uh, shadows. So it's not soft, but it looks soft. soft. Yeah, okay. 
It's like more like the Blender internal soft shadow. Yeah, like the shadow uh, shadow buffer, mm -hmm. shadow shadow buffer, buffers. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think the the render internal is still ray traced. No, nope. nope. Well, can, you, you can have both. Yeah, it can be, but there is the shadow buffer. The yeah, so it's, it's like the the, the shadow. Yeah, you can have both. So if you blur it, it blurs everything, yeah. everywhere. And we got so maybe can, so we got anti-aliasing. So Clima has been has been working on this on the previous week. It's really cool. It looks nice. really nice. It's on. It's called uh, FXAATAA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds so powerful. TA is the temporal anti-aliasing, and the cool thing is that the FXAA is a technique that someone developed, someone at uh, Nvidia mm. for games, and, right? Yeah, and then actually we wrote then because it was not clear what the license was, and then they actually replied. The developer replied and said, "Hey." Yes, I checked with my supervisor and whatever. It's yeah. it can be GPL compatible, no problem. So it's nice to cool. to be using industry standard techniques. Yeah. Gamers they know even not even game developers, but gamers know what FX FXAA is. Yeah, yeah. You, when you play games, you set up games. You see that uh, as one of the options. Because yeah. there's always a um, a trade back because you mm. lose a little bit of the texture uh, details sometimes. And anyway, it's a viewport option now. But it also got, got anti-aliasing, anti, yeah, anti-aliasing for the for everything else, like the lamps and oh, already and the camera. I, last yeah. time I checked, uh, the, the not for mani manipulators though. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, because you need to bring this inside the the raw manager. Mm. So that's uh, pretty cool. And then what Clemens working right now is on the probes. To right now to update a probe is a little bit unpredictable. You don't know when a light probe is updated or not. Same, the same goes for shadows. So we're focusing on polishing. That's what I'm trying to say. Cool. So people will know that what is there can be tested to a very extreme you know, condition. And if it doesn't work, and then you can uh, work on that. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, it's been very helpful to have the samples for EV. I don't know if it has been talked on the podcast, but we now have no, a actually, we have website. Yes. Mm. That Pablo did an amazing work. Pablo, yeah. why don't tell the story so cool. about this, this website? Well, it was a rainy morning. <laughs> uh, after finishing the, um, well, after updating the 279 um, release logs page, we 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 done. We decided like, well, we thought like, okay, let's share 2.8 stuff. Okay, we, their files are somewhere. Then the links to the blog are somewhere else, and uh, everything is really like. Every, all, all over the place. Mm. So why not having one place? And um, what what's the best place for it is Blender.org because yeah, you can have it on the wiki, but it, yeah, it's not pretty. It's not a pretty yeah. kid that wiki <laughs> yet. It doesn't work on mobile, and it's just not meant for that. It's more for technical stuff. So why not Blender.org? And um, I, at first, I made it from scratch, completely from scratch. And then at some point, it's like Blender 2.8 is basically. It's gonna be a, a new version, so why not using the release logs um, layout for that that people are more familiar with? So I work on that. Uh, we got some pictures. We got some from Andy, like you said, the graph. Um, then we got some um, demo files that you actually packed. Yeah, this is the one touch from people. It was the SIGGRAPH demo files, but yeah. clean. I, I actually use collections more than the original authors were using it, mm -hmm. just to. For people to download the file to actually see the whole 2.8 potential. Passive aggressive. It's like, hey, I, <laughs> <laughs> I arranged hey, your file. I was file. making collections like a you madman. Were, you were, and your default Blender file has collections. Congratulations. Well done. Oh, thank well you done. so much. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the, the, and those files are still so helpful. I Once a week, I have to go back to it to make sure. Everything works. Yeah, working. yeah, that's real life stuff. Mm -hmm. Then we added uh, the links to the um, people can quickly see where the last meetings, uh, developer meeting notes are, mm -hmm. which is also really handy because you otherwise you have to dig, you have to either get on the mailing list or dig on the files. How um, does it work? I, I didn't even see it. It's not part. automatic. Every There's an idiot that every <laughs> Monday after <laughs> I see the email on my inbox, I go and update the page. Okay. I could do it automatically, but I mean... It's, it's, <laughs> It's uh, it's fine. It's a nice touch. Yeah, yeah it's cool. uh, just to see you there. Um, what else? Everything. Well, download with a big warning, <laughs> yeah. um, and some 
yeah, images and videos that people and can it's see. overall it's, a, it's an effort towards this communication. We want people to follow the two point eight process mm. because there are a lot of nice hot things like EV, but they're also changing a lot of the things f- on everyone's workflow. You want you want people really to leave it aside what they're used to for a little while, for a little bit, and just there experience two point eight as is as it's intended to. Yeah. So and we want to really make it friendly and smooth. Uh, and have one place for for to, to show them all and to explain them all because EV is the most visual one, but also like view layers and collections, uh, they were also big. They are also a big part of it and dependency graph. So when we first published this page, it was it was mainly EV, but actually now that uh, as we go, I I, I, the link I, I keep the... updating everything and then I even. After we published the the new blog about the view layers and collections, which actually got really nice, um, really responses. really nice response. People yeah, really people like it. So there is this. If if you haven't seen it, there is this new blog. New there is a blog post and the code.blender.org um, that explains all this new concept for organizing your scene via um, collections and uh, layers, which are now called view layers. Um, Okay. Yeah. And, so, and again, this is very well. Uh, Pablo did an amazing work illustrating the post because mm. we really oh. wanted to to do a small, <laughs> build a small narrative to only following great text <laughs> by the life link, of course. Oh, a lot of the diagonal from Tom, actually. Great text. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was very like we we we, we rewrote it a, yeah. few, a few times just to make it compact and. So that is a small narrative for people to understand and oh, so that's what this whole view layers and collections are about. And oh, I want to try it. I, and of course, we still need uh, to development needs to catch up on this a little bit because some of these mental, mental models we're building up, presenting, needs to be reinforced on the UI and what happens when you delete a collection, what happens in you. So this you got to dumb yeah. down thanks to the commoner, it's, you know what I mean, you know? So it's like you're getting a new layer, which is kind of like a wife, you know what I mean? And then you're at the... Wait, what? No, because... No, 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 that's so we're, wrong. We're planning to use a Game of Thrones uh, metaphor. Yeah, don't For the Venn diagram. Okay. Venn diagram, so if you're... Maybe full of spoilers, so I say no. Let's not do it. Full of spoilers. Oh come on! Yeah, yeah, it was full of spoilers. Spoiling the movies that came out like fifteen years ago. Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Sorry, I I heard Lord of the Rings for some reason. The one that has a wife that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, mother and then his. (laughs) (laughs) So wife uh, gets killed. Before before we completely derail, I have one more question. Um, before we maybe go into the the, the questions, the question from other people. Mm -hmm. But uh, what's the like? Uh, what's the plan with the workbench engine and the toolbar? What's uh, the progress on that currently? Because I mean, EV is great and everything, but and collections really help help the workflow and uh, also uh, um, you know the whole viewport layout and that kind of stuff. But like, I'm more interested in the the accessibility and in the into in the workflow side of things. That's a really good question. We have been dedicating, I mean, in the past week or so. Uh, we have been working on design. That's how this code.blender.org post came up to be. And we are working right now. It's, I was finishing before coming here. Um, small wrap up of the top level design of 2.8. And we had a meeting last Friday with a few core developers. Um, Brecht, uh, Sergey, Bastien, uh, Campbell. And Tom was in the beginning and then he left and then I was there as well. To really make sure everyone is uh, on the same page. Mm. Because we have, for instance, top bar. Yeah, we have a branch for top bar. Mm-hmm. Julian is doing a very nice work uh, maintaining it and, and keeping it up to, up to date. But top bar only makes sense if workspace is also implemented. And then the top bar also only makes sense if the tool, the whole uh, tool settings and tool manipulators mm-hmm. uh, is implemented. It's one thing I was talking to Campbell today. And this is the kind of thing that's, the there's no, there's one page with, with that mentions, for instance, the tool options, which is you mm. click on extrude, and now the manipulator shows extrude manipulator, and and we realize that more and more, 2.8 is such a big project that more and more people are at some point not, they are very capable to deliver something, but they're not sure of, of what to deliver. So this is we have been working on. So about top bar, for instance, we are planning to have this published this. It's Thursday, right? I'm going to say this week. <laughs> but this week, I'll have people looking at this week and then I'm going to send to the UI team, 
have the UI team also sign off, and then everyone knows what to develop on. Uh, the workbench is not necessarily necessarily there. Uh, what's being I don't want really to spoil much of it because it's a proposal endorsed by some developers, but still is a proposal. It needs to be we want the UI team to look at, mm. but we still remain uh, loyal to this idea of having workbench as a new engine, and you're always going to be working on the peer window to have one engine active at a time, one layer active at a time, and the workspace would have some of the so-called view settings, mm -hmm. like to, whether or not to use AO, whether or not to use volumetric, but things like the AO distance, which is tied to a scene, doesn't make sense to be in a workspace. Mm -hmm. So this is to an scene level. Mm. Um, and then uh, workmate specifically just still going to be yet another, another engine, not a draw modus, mm -hmm. at least for now. Yeah. And uh, what's going to be there? Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to be able to to, to answer you uh, better in a few months because I'm I might be the one doing it. Yeah. But I'm first having I'm freeing my agenda from all those other topics. I'm kind of stepping up a little bit my work, and not only I was helping coordinating the viewport. Now I'm helping a little bit more of the other 2.8 related topics. Maybe I'm going to be a bottleneck and someone else is going to have to take over Workbench. It's a lot of stuff to do, yeah. yeah. So because it's really hard to combine coordination and then development. It's, it's really tricky. Uh, it's like being a director and also, mm. I don't know. It's like animator. having like two wives. And you got <laughs> 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 so what's Go the question? <laughs> <laughs> so the question's on the cloud? Uh, yes. Um, uh, I don't know. My wife know has a left me two weeks ago. My wife question. Uh, so you're you're done. Two point eight is, is over. It's done. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We're, we're just running out of time, essentially. So. Oh. oh okay. Okay. So yes. Uh, the f well, geez, the last the the first question. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't really belong to the cloud. It's more of a like a technical question that maybe belongs to uh, the blender.stackexchange.com. Oh. Okay. But it was in. Um, Surprisingly, it was sent exactly one month ago. We are lame. Have you acknowledged that we haven't published a podcast? Yeah, we're sorry. Did you? Was, did you say? No, we didn't sorry? acknowledge anything. No. Okay, we, we haven't. Never, we never. Missed just the gaslight the people. Yeah, <laughs> never acknowledge anything wrong. <laughs> no, because there is a question about that later. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, basically, yeah, we we skip one of the podcasts. There was a. The, sorry, sorry. It's part it's of an elderly team. biker gang there, driving oh, by. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. It's like the Bike. opposite of a Segway tour, yeah. just on little mopeds or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, we skip one podcast, but we plan on going back to normal schedule. Yeah, which is every which other is week. Every other week, yes, yeah. every two weeks. So the, um, um, so yeah, the question from Thomas is better suit in the Blender the Stack Exchange, and the next question is by Armando Tello. Actually, it's four questions, <laughs> and. Uh, Question number one mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> on episode number twenty six. Uh oh. oh. <laughs> you know, hey sir, on season two, uh, <laughs> yeah. episode forty five, you and pressed the, the blue button to go into warp space. However, yeah. in season four, episode two, <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that like I, it's in the Simpsons? They do that. I yeah, the uh, one episode, the, the little uh, ribs when he's just playing with the ribs. Ah, uh, uh, yes. the, the mouse. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like on episode. Well, yes. So Are we was, led to believe? Yeah. So thank you, Armando. Uh, on question. On episode 26, uh -huh. someone asked if there is a, a, were any plans to create a .bsdf file, um, which I don't know if I understood correctly. So it sounds like a container file for materials and stuff. Not that I know of. We are planning to integrate Blender with GITF, if it's a known well, a, a format that Kronos is pushing to for 3D sharing over the internet. Mm -hmm. And that would include the shader definition, so the GLS material. But that's not, I don't know, I, I haven't seen the 26th episode, sorry. <laughs> what? So you have not number 26? Second question. <laughs> Thank you uh, for that one question. The next one, same for Arman, by Armando. Um, considering you guys have already uh, the image upload for sharing on the cloud, why not add the ability to display your work on the cloud for the whole world to see? So... Yeah, basically why that, you know, you can upload, um, if you didn't know, if you're using the, the cloud add-on, you can actually just publish your work from there, um, from the menu. You can share a screenshot from to the cloud or... 
Mm. A, so meaning to have that option, I guess, because it's not um, like I think everybody would want that. The, the question is very long, but uh, basically it's uh, to have like a public gallery, like a, a la mm. art station or Adobe oh. portfolio with Behance oh. and stuff. Uh, we considered that once, but it's hard to control. Like it's yeah. hard to, it takes a lot of moderation. Yeah. And like, because you don't know what people are going to be publishing and if you don't yeah. want it always attached it's to the like cloud. It's like a whole social media platform that, that you have yes. to then maintain. But um, I guess, the, uh, I mean, like the cloud opens over time because at the beginning it was uh, our publishing pl platform, but now uh, the Pepeland School, uh, Danielle, uh, and they're all like, they're, they're making this another, I can't talk. They, they're making this uh, hero film and they're publishing yeah. it on the cloud. So, uh Maybe in the future, mm. more studios are going to publish their stuff on the cloud as well. Yeah, and maybe we can make something but yeah. like a studio first, and maybe we can move into that. Actually, he says, Pablo mentioned his last stream. Oh, thank you. Somebody hey. was watching my uh, live streams. <laughs> I know. And then that is of having discussed, actually, the same thing I said now, that um, people might upload weird stuff. So... Yes, that was one of the reasons, but yeah, mainly... Yeah. Last question first. from Armando. Next question, okay. I am currently on episode 40. Good wow. luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> How, what's the number? to 59 already? Okay. Yeah. I was 20 to go. I was looking at the dates the episodes were posted and noticed that they have been posted less, have been posted less frequently now. I don't know what you're talking about. Are there plans on going back to weekly podcasts? We, uh, we we uh, release all of these on a very tight schedule. Uh, they, if it must be some, wrong, something wrong with your calendar, I don't know. Like, we, <laughs> <laughs> there's but, no problem at our end. No, but no. I mean, like, it's. I think we we stop because there is just less interesting stuff to talk about. Yeah. From because our perspective, from our, actually, yeah. Well, I mean, but because like when the last film project, it was just like during the age and it was like, what did you do this week? Uh, you, I worked on this textures, thing. Yeah, yeah and then, then the next time, the, well, yeah, more textures, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just not very interesting. I mean, mm, yeah, I mean, we could talk about anything, but it was becoming more of a chore to do this thing instead of fun. Yeah. Because yeah, every week you had to spend... It's it's just not the one hour we are sitting here, but it's also their planning before and after. There is publishing. It takes time. It takes it breaks your day in half because yeah. you, we do it like after lunch. We try it in the morning. We try it at the end of the day, and it always gets in the way. So it's if it was every week, we weren't enjoying it as much. Yeah. So now actually every two weeks it's like oh yeah cool we there's stuff to good. talk yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. if we actually do it. Come on, it was summer, it was holidays. Um, and the last question by Armando. Actually, there's one more. Um, wow. What features? <laughs> no, no, by someone else. Yes, in six questions. What features are being considered for sculpting and texture vertex painting for 2.8? Maybe the sculpting painting pointer that I mentioned in my episode 57. So there is a summer of code projects, right? Related to uh, sculpting, texture, vertex paint. Vertex painting for sure. And I don't know if it's sculpting as well. There were two sculpt projects, I think. And one of them didn't make it. And the other one... But there's one only for vertex painting, which was to bring the vertex painting to, a, you know, to the same level that people require for game design hmm. when they use vertex painting. Hmm. Honestly, I haven't been following the Google Summer of Codes so into Same. the whole 2.8 bubble. So I guess if the developers are, you know, stick on board, there's yeah. always room for for newcom newcom developers, but yeah. nothing the set on stone. Sorry. Mm. And the last question is by Serge Mayorov. Says great episode. Thank you. I have a question. Will the screening at the Susan Award support 2K? As in. Like to like mm. quad HD yeah. um, by YouTube guide resolution. I am not sure. I don't think oh, so. I think we are still aiming at HD, full HD. Well, the the projection, of course, is possible to do in 2K because there is an extra cinema projector inside of the cinema. But I mean, you know, as I was saying before, the fact that the the quality of the conference is going up and the content is getting better. Oh, and better. on episode 35, carry on. 
<laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, not everyone can produce at that resolution. So most of the work we get is now in full HD, which is already great because we used to get 720p content. So uh, maybe, you know, in the future we can up that. But even film festivals, they are pretty flexible about accepting 2K or HD. It really depends on the pipeline of people because 2K is really cinema. Uh, I mean, most of the TV screens, most of the screens, they're still, you know, 1080p. So we are not really enforcing that. It's possible to get it, but it's really up to... Downscale. Yeah, we will downscale it, of course. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, that was it. That was great. My film is uh, 35 millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> and it only plays on very old... Yeah. Okay. Wait, that, uh, that means when we, uh, like, world premiere of Dweebs... It's going to be Downs the downscale yeah. from a 4K to 1K. Yeah. For the Ouch. And it won't even be coming. in stereo. Oh, oh, no, oh water. Okay. One in mono? No, what is that? What is that non-stereo? We're, mono. we're mono. Uh, just scaring people away from the conference. Okay, so conference. I mean, there's amazing things that happen after hours. Yeah, so, so, yeah the, the lunch with the bread is Woo. amazing. Uh, the there's food, beer afterwards. The, the, the food on Saturday. Yeah. It's just yeah. All right, going. that was it for the episode 59. <laughs> this was my last episode. Oh, yeah. You're going to drop oh, the mic? No. Don't drop it. No, <laughs> it's expensive. It. It's, like, yeah, it's yeah. been a pleasure, everyone. We're cheap. Yes. Now we can do the, the real wrap up. You Sorry, will Francisco. I will be back one day. What? I don't know. Which, <laughs> which one? Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was it was a fantastic. pleasure to have you here. Yes, it was. Really, a, it was awesome. It was a pleasure. You will so, be back. You should consider Amsterdam is beautiful. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be in a new office maybe next time you come back, <laughs> I guess. We'll see. Swimming pool and, uh, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Good weather. It's been it's been fantastic. So thank you. Would you do it here. again? I'll do it differently. Whoa. I don't do for personal reasons. I don't engage in a one year project that you know staying away from uh, someone that I'm engaged in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long term relationship. It's yeah. So, so we need to break you guys up. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was something has an analogy about. <laughs> more like long term coming with uh, my SO. Sure. Yeah. Something to consider. Oh, that was pretty cool. So we can. If we he can will be back. Fly Whoa. you both. Yeah. Yeah. Down the line, you guys know. Anyways, that's too much personal information. <laughs> <laughs> public podcast. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Right. About to get it has two wives. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're getting a divorce, really, you know, and you oh, already no. had the third wife, and it's <laughs> Jesus Christ, so much. What? Okay, what? that I think that uh, right, that's right. our cue. Okay, let's abort this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, but let's abort the podcast. Right. All right, bye bye. bye. See you next year in a couple of weeks. You've been listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Have you ever described your existential hamster dreams with perpetual climaxes and constant character introduction to your increasingly worried coworkers? Make a long story short, on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.